0: Yeah, let's
1: fun. We are live, yeah. guys. All right, hey, we're here. This is us here Um, this Thursday night. Thank you guys for letting us have another nice show. Leroy,
2: Brett, how are you guys doing? Hi, Sean. How are you doing, Leroy? We're good up here, buddy. I'm good here. I'm all excited about what we got here going on tonight, boys, introducing, you know, one of the best. Sean, over to the you. The business, the best in the business, man. I mean, Sandy Holly. for the
1: time I came to Canada, well, even before I came to Canada. I remember yes. myself, myself and Ricky Griffith as youngsters in Barbados. Um, his dad gave us a, a magazine with Sandy's. Um, it was world record at the time, five 515 wins, most a jock ever won. And from then we knew about Sandy, and then we came to Canada, Ricky, Brett, you guys all rode with him. I guess worked watching all the magic. And yeah. You know. I got the privilege
0: to sit next to Sandy Holly in the woodbine yeah. jocks room for six Lucky years you. straight. Lucky you. Lucky you. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> Lucky you. Too, too <laughs> looks to you, Brett. <laughs> it was great. Sandy was, I would say, the most comfortable person to be around. Great. I had Ricky Griffith and um Ricky Griffith on my left and Sandy on my right. <laughs> wow, <Whoa. laughs> lucky guy!
2: All right, well, let's not waste no time because you yes. know we have let's some get this- um, bills to pay and we have yes. some introductions of uh, some talent that was from Barbados to, to introduce to, to our audience too before we start the show. So let's well, let's get this show on the road. All right, let's go, guys.
1: special guest sandy holly sand sandy Holly. holly 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 sandy holly
0: Hey guys. We're back. All right. I want to say a great shout out to the Barbados Turf Club for sponsoring us show once again. All right. Leroy, how are you doing, man?
2: I'm doing good again, buddy. I'm doing good. I'm Like I said, I'm excited. I'm excited. So um, are we going to get to introduce our youngsters, one of the youngsters, we got young and upcoming writers in Barbados and see a little bit and hear a little bit about him before we get into our show. Absolutely. Let's go. go.
1: Yes, we're here this afternoon with young Tishon Hetherwood, great young upcoming writer at the Garrison, Savannah. Actually, he's my first call writer. And we're going to talk to him about, you know, his journey so far, writing at the Garrison and what his future plans would be going forward in the future. You're right.
2: Hey, Tushan, nice meeting hey, you. Roy. Nice right, meeting you also. Same here, and it's been a pleasure watching you right at the Garrison Savannah. And it would be interested to hear some more about yourself as an agent from here in uh, Woodbine Racetrack in Canada. It'd be, it'd be nice to know a few things about you, so that you know in the future that if we get a chance to meet again at Woodbine, we will yeah, know, and yeah. our audience will know a lot of things about you. So. Inform us and, 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 and entice us on what we, we need to know.
3: Well, I started riding in 2017. My first word was from Robert Pierce on the horse called Zakata, and I'm a seven pound claimant. My body weight is 108 pounds.
2: Great, great. That's any agent loves to hear that. <laughs> great, can continue. Um, well, let me help you a little bit since you seem a little lost. I watched you row the the last weekend. You wrote two. You you had two winners, and I mean an apprentice right winning two on one day. That's got to be pretty pretty awesome. So tell us yeah. a little more about that and you know how you how you felt after doing that.
3: Well, after winning we the two races, it felt pretty good, especially coming after the, after the layoff when I had the fall back in December, yeah. and you know the two horses ran to my expectations, Yes. Give the horses a very easy trip throughout the race and came out on top.
2: Well, that was great. And we also know that one of those horses was trained by Sean Hall. Yes, please. And I know that that you also prepare some of those horses in the morning also for Sean. So, Sean, what's the relationship you have with this kid and what can you tell us more about this kid as his, you know, his his mental, you know... Listen, this kid,
1: in my opinion, he's a real deal. He's the... He's what trainers look for in the guy you know he tells you what the truth what he feels on the horse what you no know, when a horse is not feeling well when it's doing great and everything like that and he has a very very patient style of riding i mean one of those races he wants to be there with a horse called intricately i mean lord i mean it was a magnificent ride you know well,
2: sp- so speaking about that race you know brent can you give us a, a look at that race so that Our audience can see the talent this kid has yeah absolutely here's the video
1: he
4: knows what it's all about starter raises his flag and he sends them racing and it's a beautiful break Marengo is the first to show, on the outside is Rock, who's showing a good set of speed, on the outside of them is Dream Society, then on the inside is Trojan, between horses is Semper Fi, then comes Peton Spunt. Intricately is well placed, then comes the last one I promise. Kitty cat will do all of her running and later on as usual seeking adventure and Jackman and gap as they race towards the 3 long marker And up front is Marengo stand with the boy standing quietly on the outside is we can see seeking adventure now sweeping by horses is the stable mate of uh, That one is Semper Final, who goes to the lead Trojan is also knocking around as they race with just about a furlong and a half to go And in between horses is Rock. on the outside is Semper. Five sweeping by on the outside here comes kitty cat and down the stretch they come and it is so rock on the outside so it's semper Fi. here comes kitty cat morengo is also there kitty cat and intricately 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 get home what a ride very well done from kitty cat then came morengo dream society so rock then it was uh, trojan semper Fi. last one i promise piton sponge seeking adventure and the last one was Jack Manani in One oh six and one. Very, very
2: Yes. And as we see here, we can see this his finish here, the still finish of him, and the nice seat he has. Yes. Brilliant. Even more wonderful here. I like I like the way the kid sits on a horse, Sean.
1: Yes, he's excellent, man. I mean, this kid at hundred eight pounds, right? I could put him on any horse. The toughest horse possible and he gets it to do whatever you, he needs it to do man there's no, I have no worries about putting him on any horses usually you know when you got these young kids horses run off with him that kind of stuff so he's the type of guy you could trust to put him on anything and he's an excellent rider I, I can't there's nothing more I can say about this guy he shouldn't be here in Barbados that's all I can say Leroy work on it brother
2: well, we'll try our best to do what we can to help the youngster. But is there any more you can share with us, sean about yourself or about, you mean, just watching yourself riding that horse just
3: now? Yeah, sure. Well, my goals as a rider is to ride on an international track one of these days. But for now, I'm going to ride out the rest of the year here in Barbados, better my skill So I'm going to get on the big circuit, and have it all done, part. and spread my wings and do what I love. Oh, well
2: you keep up the good work and one of the things that the commentator said in the race there the horse is well placed so <laughs> that's something you know which was very very well and you kept the horse in the right place and, and when it's time to produce it you did produce it and you know the great job sean has done training this horse let's don't forget that train part sean is part of the team and both yeah, of you sean guys does an excellent job thank you you did well said buddy well said Thanks, brother
3: yeah, right. you're welcome okay all right well, you thought the Tishon,
1: Tishon he has a word. he is our upcoming star here at the Garson. We plan to highlight a lot of these youngsters in the future. It's a part of our sponsorship with the Garson Savannah, you know, showcasing everything about the Garson. I mean, and he's our first showcase for
2: the day. OK, well said. Well done, guys, and we're looking forward to seeing the next guy up. A youngster, keep the good work up. We want and to you to be champion of Prince year, Okay, that's your goal.
3: Yeah, that's my goal. Well, my goal actually is to win both. Well, hey, okay. <laughs> I love, love, it. Your <laughs> <boy>. you <laughs> love your mentality. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's keep the, <laughs>
2: work, the hard work up and keep doing okay. it. So we're looking forward to see more of you.
3: Yeah, sure, no problem. You okay. will see more of me, actually. Okay, you will see more of me.
2: All right. Wow. All right, guys that was wonderful but hey we got one of the greatest waiting we can't keep him waiting no longer no longer no longer 10 minutes long to keep a man like this man waiting so hello there let me address you as hello sir well well like sean said, we know what this show is all about sandy it's about your journey And there's so many people out there I know that heard about your journey, especially here in Canada already. But we got a lot of audience in Barbados that doesn't really know a lot about your journey. We saw a lot of them seen you right there, but it doesn't really know a lot about your journey. So please, sir, just enlighten us and let us know all about it. The the show is yours. I
5: was, You know what? I was very lucky uh, in life and throughout my whole career, I've been very lucky, too being in the right place at the right time. And, um, you know, Brett Callahan knows that getting on the right horses is very, very important. Mm
0: -hmm. And
5: I started off with a trainer called Duke Campbell and I knew nothing at all about horses. I went to a a place called Winfield Farms in Oshawa where I Mm -hmm. grew up, Oshawa, Ontario. And I went and I I met a trainer there by the name of Duke Campbell. And Mr. Campbell is actually boarding his horses there at the time and it's funny he he said he wanted to take a look at my hands so i showed him <laughs> my hands i thought maybe he wanted to see if i was a hard worker but <laughs> 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 he actually, what he wanted he wanted to see my hands and he looked down on my feet yeah and I, I had have had like size nine shoes and big hands that means i was going to be a big kid but that's right I realized that i was going to stay small mm-hmm. so he said well i'll take you to woodbine and see how you like it like I had no idea. I didn't even know what a hay net was. You guys know what hay net is. (laughs) I I know there's some people that are listening right now that maybe not know what a hay net is, but I didn't know what a hay net was. So I I had to learn from the bottom and and work my way up. Um, You know, I started walking horses. I walked horses for a couple of months. Then he had me grooming horses right away, and I groomed horses for a whole year um, before I learned how to ride. And Duke Campbell used to let me ride the horses around the shed roll and so for a whole year, I I groomed horses. Uh, for a whole year, I exercised horses and learned how to ride. And you know, Duke Campbell, you know, he took me under his wing and he taught me all the fundamentals, slowly but surely. And then he introduced me to an, an agent called Colin Wick. Well, wow. I think Rick Callahan That's is uh, great familiar Colin, with Colin Wick. Wick. Great. Colin, yeah. <laughs> and talking about the right place at the right time, when he introduced me to Colin Wick, I. I think I was wrestling with one of the other exercise voices. <laughs> he said, Sandy, Sandy, break it up. I had somebody to, want to introduce you. Well, so he introduced me to Colin Wick. He took my hand. And, you know, looking back now, I had no idea what kind of an agent he was and mm-hmm. how instrumental he was going to be to my career. Like, he was, he was tremendous. He was, in my estimation, well, he was definitely the best agent in Canada. In mm-hmm. my estimation, he may have been the best agent in North America as well, and wow. that includes the world because back then they didn't have agents uh, in Europe. So <laughs> he was he was absolutely amazing. How good he was! People loved him. and he could handicap. He was a tremendous handicapper. So you know, I had did to do he sit down, down and watch
0: races with you and and not help really. walk you through? No, not really. What was his style? What What did uh, you like about it?
5: Well, he'd have a few cocktails with the trainers and get mounts. Off of him. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know not too long ago, you had Roger Atfield on your show and he got a few mounts off of him as well. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> he, so he for was- a, young, a young agent like myself today, Sandy, we have so much technology, you know, yeah. I mean, we, we, we have computers, all sorts of things. In those days, those guys just had pen and paper. So I can imagine.
5: You know, what's really funny is you mentioned that is because, uh, Alex Solis's son, or not Alex Solis, Jose son, Santos. Santos,
2: yeah.
5: He's an agent now. He's, pretty, he's, sharp. Talking about he's he has pretty sharp. Technology. He's pretty sharp. He has eight riders. Yes, wow. yes.
2: I follow him on Twitter. How, wow. can have, yeah. how
5: can you have eight riders? He said, "Well, I have two riders in each state." Yes. Wow. Each yeah. State, you're allowed to have two riders. Yes. Yeah got eight riders and and most of them are leading riders so yeah. wow. you know,
2: good. he does a Pretty tremendous
5: good. job and you're talking about technology changing it is definitely yeah. changing
2: yeah 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 no Whoa. but uh,
5: I, like like i said i was so lucky to have an agent like colin wick uh, he was old school and he did a tremendous job no matter where we went
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know
5: we went to florida together we went to maryland together uh, we went to arkansas we went to california and anywhere we went he did a tremendous job he was unbelievable so but 96- having, having Duke Campbell and Colin Wick on my side, I couldn't mess. Wow,
1: wow. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, no, but what I want to say, too, your talent. You had to be showing talent from very, very young. I mean.
2: 1966, 17 years old.
1: Yeah, to, to go with Colin Wick, your talent also had to be really, really shining at that stage. Of, you know, because guys at Emmy Ram Sammy, took a year to learn to write and that kind of stuff. You took, what, a couple of years before you got to the track? Uh, I was on the track for two
5: years before I
1: two, got to ride my first ride. Ride, yeah. Yeah, Right. So your talent, you obviously had to be showing a lot of talent from the time you got to the track then. I mean, to get Colin
2: Wick to really play interest in you. Well, like he said, Sean, you know, he was at the right, right place at the right time. Yeah, and being yeah. introduced with, and Duke Campbell was such a big inspiration to him that he Because Duke is who introduced you to Colin, right, Sandy? He, he had, was, was, he had, and it, yeah.
5: Duke Campbell had 40 horses in his barn. Wow. 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 I remember I was on under contract to one of his owners, Mr. Hayes, at the time,
1: uh-huh.
5: and I remember I was just riding horses for Mr. Hayes. I was riding the odd outside horse. Uh, and i was riding for, for duke campbell i was riding a few of his horses in his barn and i remember the one time i was on a horse and i kind of fell back in the horse's mouth coming out of the gate and i finished third i probably should have won the race mm-hmm. but uh you know just being a young rider and learning and everything it was a mistake that i made and the owner came back to the barn and told duke campbell he said i don't want that kid riding any more of my horses
6: and mr campbell
5: said sir you can take those horses out of my barn if you don't want that wow. kid the anymore. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> said, well, that's well, here that's, that's a lot of support.
2: That's a lot of support.
5: It was. It that was a lot of
2: support. So in 19 1968, all right. Again in October 1968, 14th of October 1968. That was your first winner. Can you, um, you remember the horse? It was a horse called Fly Alone. Okay, well, we got something to show you here
5: oh you gotta be kidding yeah that's <laughs> mr campbell that's fly alone. unbelievable.
2: and you see your signatures on it too sandy wow
5: you know what i'm, I'm glad i remember that horse's name <laughs>
2: <laughs> good job Ray.
0: i love to see the people on the racetrack and lucky number eight sandy holly yeah wow awesome.
5: I was a little skinnier back then, Brad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think Sandy needed to go into the sauna zero days that I raced at Woodbine. He yeah. went in just to freshen up and have a go with the guys. Yeah, I was one of the lucky
5: ones. I used to take a fudge call into the jockeys room. And I, know, <laughs> I know Chris Griffiths and a bunch of the boys used to be in there and I take a fudge in there, and I say, "I got to get out of here. My fudge is melting." And yeah. <laughs> they gave me a hard time.
2: <laughs> so you went on. You went on to win three more races in that first year, Sandy. Right, and then then you went on. Then after that, um, you become an North American top apprentice in 1969. 1969. Yes. Yes. Uh, Duke. Duke Campbell
5: didn't want my apprenticeship to start yet. He wanted me to have a full year.
2: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: He wanted me to take the winter off, and and the next spring, once I won my fifth race, then my apprenticeship started. Yeah. It's uh, I I think it was um, I think it was forty wins or one year, whichever came last, that your your apprenticeship lasted for.
2: Okay.
5: So yeah, but uh, anyways, uh, you know, I was I was pretty lucky along the way with uh, guys like Duke Campbell and Colin Weck but uh you know very very lucky guy
2: well wow. well we need um, that in this game right we always say we need that in this game right so that's very interested yeah so in um we go on to to we go from the 60s now to the 70s cuz the 70s you know you had a lot of good luck in the 70s also you know 70 72 73 76 and 7 you you did some had a, a lot of accomplishments also winning over 442 weight races you know, yeah.
5: I remember um, Colin Wick uh, two years in a row. Um, I yeah, I think it was um, seventy-one and seventy-two. We we'd won over four hundred races each year, and my agent Colin right. Wick. We were actually in Maryland for the winter, and he said uh, we're having a New Year's drink, and we had a good year and everything. And I'm having a having a beer with uh, my agent, and Colin said to me, "Hey Sandy," he said, "How about next year we we try and break Shoemaker's record?" And he had 486 wins, and I thought, well, yeah. I, I'm not sure if we can do that. But um, he said, uh, well, let's, let's uh, tell the media we're going to try and win 500 races. How about that? Yeah. And I was having a couple of beers and uh, said, yeah, let, let's go for it. Well, the <laughs> next day was New Year's Day, and we're riding at Laurel, Maryland. And Colin said to me, uh, okay. So I, I rode that day, and after the races, I saw Colin. And he said, well, we only have 498 to go. I won two races that day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So So you remember how much you walked away with that year?
5: Yeah, we ended up with 515. 515, that's right. Yeah. yeah.
2: So you did break really Shoemaker's record. Well,
5: we did. and, And actually Shoemaker's record lasted for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And wow. and this might be a record, you know. Records are made to be broken, but yeah. it might last for thirty years. You never know.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Guess what? And he's my best friend now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here in Kentucky. A guy called Chris McCarron broke my record the next year. Wow! <laughs> very <laughs>
2: next. Wow. The very next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well actually,
5: so my wife Carew, she asked me. She said, "Sandy, um, did Shoemaker call you and and congratulate?" I said, "Yeah, she he did."
2: And mm-hmm. he
5: said. He said, did you call Chris and, and congratulate Chris? And I said, I did, but he wouldn't accept my charges. <laughs> <laughs> Dan McCarron. <laughs> but wow. Sandy,
1: what did you really have to do to win 500 races? Like, did you write twice a day, day and night, and that kind of stuff?
5: How, well, how- you know what, Sean, that's that's a really good question because about halfway through the year, no, no pun intended, Mm-hmm. but colin wick said we're not on track to win 500 like wow. we have to do something else so mm-hmm. he came up with a bright idea i think we had about three months left in the year mm-hmm. and we went to greenwood it was it was six days a week so we didn't have to worry about that mm-hmm. but what he thought about was okay we're gonna rent it well i'm gonna <laughs> i rented a little airplane and i flew to maryland on my days off so wow. for two months i rode seven days a week wow. i ride five wow. days a week at woodbine I get in a little airplane fly to maryland on my two days off ride in maryland on my two days off and then fly back and ride at woodbine or wherever else it was in canada that was open uh for the for two months uh, we did that seven days a week and if we hadn't have done that we wouldn't have reached the 500 so colin uh, had some brilliant ideas but almost killed me
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say it's amazing the things you can do when you're young
5: yeah you know well, you know what, Colin Wick, the, the media asked him, "Man, this kid's riding so much. Don't you think it's going to kill him?" He says, "No, no, he's he's okay. He'll be fine." <laughs> but, uh, he was uh, he was a
2: motivator. He was a motivator. Mm-hmm. He was a tremendous agent. But any point of time in that time that you were doing that, did you feel any stress and any um? You know,
5: you know what? It was it was really really tiring, uh, Leroy. I remember after we did it and then mccarran broke a redder, record the next year the media said are you going to go for it again and I said, no way no way i actually i actually ended up with double pneumonia at the end of the year wow remember wow. after we broke shoemaker's record um and and the end of the year happened and we ended up with 515 i said to so, colon colon I, I gotta stop like i can feel my body is is telling me I, i'm like i'm really tired and he said, well, there's only, there's only like two or three weeks left in the end, left for the end of the meet here in Laurel. You know, these guys, when you come into town, they took their riders off and put you put you on to try and break Schumacher's record. Mm. And he said, just ride to the end of the meet. Well, I got about a week later, I ended up, I, I couldn't get out of bed. I went to the doctor and I had double pneumonia.
2: Wow. Well, well if this is going to pick up your spirit a little bit, we want to show you something so you can see that. <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs> wait a minute. I, you know what? Chris McCarron Chris McCarran said that when I was having my picture taken here, he was riding in Laurel, Maryland, and uh-huh. he was jumping in the air trying to get in that picture.
2: Wow. <laughs> That's part well, of it.
5: He had a picture of his own the next year,
2: yeah, <laughs> That's a part of it. Wow, yeah. so, broken, you never know. So,
5: 1970,
2: Sandy, go ahead, Sandy. Sandy.
0: Yes. You're the first and only 500 winner that we want on our show. We'll do Chris
2: <laughs> another time. You're the first one. <laughs> so That's 90- up for me. 1973, Sandy. <laughs> anyway. You you would you say that is one of your most accomplished years, or you would say more or something another year?
5: Yeah, I would say 73 was uh, one of, one of my best years. You know, we we reached the 500 wins. We had a tremendous year that year um you know you won quite a few stake races and, and everything and I would say that was uh probably my biggest year yeah for sure
2: and you also got the um in 73 also got the Lumar um tr- um trophy too also right
5: yeah that was uh for athlete of the year in Canada which wow that was a, a tremendous
2: honor tremendous wow you, you also got an award twice, not just once, twice. Or were you one of the only guys, uh, jockeys ever to get it in, uh, in Canada? Yeah,
5: yeah, I think I was the only jockey, and uh, I, I think it was you're right, I think it was 73 and 76.
2: Yes, yes. Okay, now we know the Queen's Pit is one of our major races in Canada, or one of the biggest prestige races in Canada. And you were going back a bit of, because we were 73, but we want to keep a, a two years back, three years, sorry. 1970 was your first Queen's Plate that you win. Yeah, it was on a horse called Almoner, and wow. uh, he was he was a
5: he was a great horse. He was a great horse. Um, you know, to be able to win the Queen's Plate, we actually won the Queen's Plate, and then we won the Prince of Wales, and then uh, it moved to the the. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the Prince of Wales, and then the next race was the Breeders', and we finished second in the Breeders', unfortunately.
2: Wow. Wow. Well, from so uh, how many Queen's Plates have you won all together? Uh, won four Queen's Plates all Plates. And Let's talk about Prince of Wales since we're on that that Breeders' Cup trail.
5: Um, I beg your pardon, what was that again, Leroy?
2: Sorry, but since we're on the, the Queen's Plate, we just want to the, the Prince of Wales was the next one. How many Prince of Wales did you ride, win? Uh, four Prince of Wales as well, mm. wow. and, and then and then Breeders, three Breeders. Wow, you 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 really dominate. This the, 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 you took everything away from all the other guys. It looks like. <laughs> what about the I I I oaks? Them. I I just want to follow stay on that queens plate. The oaks, those triple crown, the triple tier. How many oaks did you end up winning?
5: Uh, well, that was um, somebody said I got along with the ladies, and I, <laughs> I <wanted to laughs> eight of them.
2: So eight, hey, like, you're lucky number two, right? Uh-huh.
5: Actually, we uh, my agent brought it to my attention. We we won six in a row, and and then uh, we're we're going for seven, and we're on the favorite, and we got beat. Oh. <laughs> but, How
0: uh, many consecutive years were you the champion jockey at Woodbine or in Canada? Wasn't it like 10 or 12? that like you went for eight or nine consecutive years. That's yeah, amazing. I think, yeah,
5: I think it was uh, twelve or so, Brett, and then and then I moved to California.
0: Right.
2: Oh well, let's not get into California. Let, let's cover <laughs> our Canadian roots here first, all right? Because <laughs> you know those Californias. I know you were excellent now in California, but sticking to Canada a little bit longer. Because I mean, Queen's Plate. I want to speak more on the Queen's Plate. You win so many Queen's Plate, but there has to be a favorite one. Let's touch on that a little
5: bit. Yeah, it was. Uh- 1968, I won the Queen's Plate for Mr. E.P. Taylor mm-hmm. on a horse called Regal Embrace. And, you know, winning the Queen's Plate is fantastic, but, you know, being at his farm 12 years ago looking for a job, Mr. E.P. Taylor's farm, and then being in the winner's circle with him in the Queen's Plate, mm-hmm. uh, that, was, that was a tremendous, tremendous honor. And he was a great man
2: as well. Wow. Well, let's, let's, let's cheer you up a little more there, too, showing that that race
1: we got everything for you, Sandy. Oh,
6: cool.
0: Thank you. <laughs> so just now we're going to show you the race as they're loading into the gates for the Queen's Plate. I believe it's the 119th front end of the Queen's Plate. post
6: uh, they're over reaches for the lead with Lala Zane now coming on to challenge as High Roller now comes away quickly in the center. Regal Embrace, and, and now Lucky Colonel S. closing up very quickly on the outside to take over the lead. And here they come through the stretch for the first time. Lucky Colonel S. has the lead by a head. Regal Embrace coming on the inside to challenge. 40 by 2 moving up third. High Roller is fourth. Overskate is fifth. Lalazane is sixth. Maple Grove seventh colorful con preacher joe portage bay and pleasure bent and there they go around the clubhouse turn as regal embrace now takes over the lead by a neck regal embrace by a half lucky colonel s right alongside 40 by two is third along the rail high roller is fourth moving into the back stretch regal embrace on top by half a length lucky colonel s second high roller coming on third 40 by two fourth fourth. Overskate making a move, fifth in the center. Colorful Cone is sixth, with Lala Zane seventh. Pleasure band is eighth. Maple Grove is ninth. Preacher Joe is tenth, and Portage Bay. And there they go around the far turn. Regal Embrace taking command by a length. Overskate coming on to challenge, and High Roller on the outside. It is Regal Embrace on top. Overskate is second. High Roller is third. Lucky Colonel as fourth, with Lalazane now fifth on the outside. Colorful con, but Regal Embrace now shows the way by two and a half lengths. They're coming up to the quarter, and it's Regal Embrace by three. And here they come into the stretch. Regal Embrace by three and a half lengths. Overskate second. Lalazane moving up third on the outside. Forty by two. And lucky Colonel S on the inside. It is Regal Embrace by two and a half. Overskate is game on the outside. It's going to be close, but it is. Regal Embrace. Regal Embrace wins the plate. Overskate second. Lala Zane third. Colorful gone fourth. Preacher Joe was fifth.
2: Wow. (laughs) There you go, Sandy.
5: It's a good thing it wasn't a couple more jumps, and I think we would have been in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Was he shortening it up on you? Well, not really, but uh, Robin Flats was on a horse called Overskate, and he was a tremendous horse. He was. And Robin was was one of the toughest riders I've ever ridden against, and I knew he was going to be coming, Mm -hmm. and I knew he was a horse to beat. So just before the quarter pole, you could see that I opened up about three lengths, uh, i just let him roll is
2: yeah. uh, catch me if you but, can
5: but halfway around the turn and that's right Leroy. right catch me if you can and, <laughs> and luckily luckily we held on at the end
2: wow well that was a very proud moment for you like you said you spend so much time on that farm and everything doing those things so yeah. you know and those silks that you're running because didn't other dancer run in those silks too yes yes yes, yes for yeah. sure yeah
5: did you have a favorite horse that used to ride you know what, that's a good question too, Sean, and, and probably wasn't the best horse I ever rode, but uh,
1: mm-hmm.
5: it was a horse called Shankai. and I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go to California, sorry, Leroy. Okay. Um, he <laughs> was a horse from uh, California, and I think I rode him every start of his career, and I think he rode oh. about 20 times, 18, 20 times, and uh, as Brett knows, sometimes you, you ride a horse maybe five or six times, eight or 10 times sometimes maybe, but never like 15 or 16 times, like mm-hmm. that's kind of unheard of. And I rode him every start he ever started, and he was in the paddock. He was cool, calm, and collected. I could have ponied the pony with him. He was funny. 20- <laughs> <laughs> and when he got to the starting gate, he just he just started prancing. And once he started prancing, I know he knew he was ready to go. And he actually he won a number of stake races in California. I work called Shangkite. He was a really really good horse and he was just the most beautiful horse uh, uh, that i've ever sat on going to the post he -hmm. was so cool calm and collected so he was definitely my favorite horse because i rode him so many times because Mm -hmm. he was such a good horse and he was so quiet and and calm going to the starting gate so yeah sean he was probably my favorite horse
1: yeah it's amazing i mean every jock have a favorite i know and sometimes it's not the best you've ridden but the personality of some of these horses really Win yeah. you over more so sort than of anything else, you know.
2: But Sean, yeah. this guy's ridden over thirty-one thousand four hundred and fifty-five horses at
1: the big one. Yes. <laughs> and I, I, and I knew
2: I knew he would have done it. I knew he would have done it. Don't
5: ask me about all of
2: them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to say that for, for me as a horse person, you know, that that's so nice to know that, you know, all those horses, although he wasn't the one that one the most prestige race or stuff like yeah. that to say that you know right. it's amazing and I and I spoke about that before and you know, on the show when I asked that question to jono you know it's mm-hmm. it's, it's so yeah. thrilling to see that you know what I mean
5: wow well I ended up winning six thousand four hundred and fifty races and like you mentioned I rode over thirty one thousand and some mm-hmm. of my buddies say what happened to the other twenty thousand like what the heck happened twenty one thousand twenty two thousand. And uh, yeah, I said, yeah. "Well,
2: that was my agent's fault." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Sandy. I have to stand up for the agents here a little bit, you know. It feels <laughs> yeah. those guys a little bit. But since you say that, that the wrong races you won, you did something though. You came out of retirement to do something to give you that fifty to, to make that five zero at the end of the four fifty. Tell us it. a little bit about that. That's right, Leroy. Um... Geez, I'm trying to think of
5: how many years it was ago now. I keep saying five or six. <laughs> I think it was at least 10 years ago now. Uh, mm-hmm. I rode in a legends race at Santa Anita. Yes. Lafitte Tinkai called me up and he said, Sandy, he said, uh, we're trying to get this race together. We want to have eight Hall of Fame jockeys from North America to, to participate in it. And your name come up. We want you to be, be part of it. I said, wow, wow. That's, that's tremendous. I said, if you get it put together, please give me a call and let me know.
2: In mm-hmm.
5: 2008. He, yeah, 2008. He gave me a call back and he says, Sandy, we got the race together. So you're you're in. You're in. And it's funny. I hung up the phone, Lee Ryan, i gone. oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. I hadn't ridden for, I hadn't been on a horse, Brad, for yeah. like 10 years. 10 years. Can I, give a years.
2: A, that I long? Give away your age at that time, Sandy. Can I, arc- give away, can I give away your age at that time? uh yeah i think i was 60 years old no he's saying
5: 59 59 i was close 59 yeah 59. Yeah. 59, yeah. well angel cordero was a little bit older than me and and uh Cinto vesquez was a little bit older than me but other than that i think i was the oldest rider yeah
6: wow but
5: wow was uh once i how got did you prepare for that i had a month to get ready brett <laughs> and uh, luckily i lived across from winfield farms at the time and they were breaking babies and everything over there so i i asked them if i could come over and get on a few mm. and they said yeah no problem and i think i weighed 122
2: when Sandy, they were breaking mm-hmm. babies you asked to get on a baby <laughs> <laughs>
5: well they were two-year-olds they were pretty they were pretty well broke but okay
2: uh, okay, yeah, okay. They're,
5: they're still a little bit green but mm. they didn't pull too much like you mm. know Regular racehorses, you get on them, and some of them can pull. Yeah. That'll really fire you out. So I, I didn't really need that. I just needed something where I could get back in shape again.
1: Yeah. The legs working.
5: I weighed exactly, and I weighed 122, and wow. uh, I think it was Dino Lucani gave me a tip in the jockeys' room. Brett remembers Dino. <laughs> Dino, Dino. Yeah. He used to I get know on, Dino. He used to get on one of those half balls, half half exercise balls. Yes. And yes. He, he would put another ball behind his back. And he would go up and down, lean up and down. And I'll tell you that that was tremendous for my legs. Mm-hmm. Like when I rode in the Legends race, my legs didn't bother me at all, which I, I was most concerned about. But yeah. uh, I started going to the gym. I had a month to get ready. I started getting on horses across from Windfields. And by the time I went to ride in the Legends race, I weighed 108. Wow. Uh, and, uh, you know. just I, came right I, off. It just came right off, Brett. Uh, once I started going on the horses over at Winfields, uh, the weight just seemed to come right off. and I was in pretty good shape when I went there, but I was hoping I was going to get on a half-decent horse. You never know where you're going to get. Yes. I ended up getting a horse called Tribal Chief. and it's, it's funny. I was looking at his form at Woodbine before I went, and one of the guys mentioned, he goes, He's been off for six months. <laughs> so that's not a very good combination. I'm not <laughs> but, wow. uh, but he was a good horse. He was coming back from an injury. He was a good horse. And in the end, he ended up winning the race by six lengths. Oh. So, you know, I, I wish you, I could have won by You were
2: just a passenger hand then. You were just a passenger. I was just a passenger.
5: And, uh, but I didn't fall off. <laughs>
2: and,
5: and uh, they said it to Asinto Vasquez. They said to him after the race, "said Ascinto, if we have this race again next year, if you could change anything, what would you change?" <laughs> he said, "I want to ride Sandy's horse."
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was an I thought he was gonna say
2: he didn't want to invite you because Do you. He I was that's what I The same thing. I wouldn't have made that phone call. I was thinking he was gonna say. <laughs>
5: And Brett, that's that's not straight vodka, by the way. <laughs> we are having a good time, though.
0: <laughs> what about riding in Barbados? Tell us how that came about.
5: That was awesome. The only problem is you guys go the wrong way. <laughs> What's going on here? You drive on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> but you know what? You know what was really funny when I went there, Brett. I, I rented a, a little uh, dune buggy. Uh-huh. so mini mini at that oh. time, they called it a mini Yeah. I remember I was pulling out. I'm on the wrong side. The gear shift is on the wrong side, too. And so I remember driving out. As soon as I got on the road, I heard somebody say, hey, Sandy. I'm going, you got to be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was John O'Jones.
0: <laughs> 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 i never
5: forget that. No man, the island's small, man. It's Everybody knows a, somebody. I was going to say a small world, but you're right. The island was small. Yeah, yes. like I over the parking lot. It's like, oh, <laughs> unbelievable. But you know what,
1: Sandy? What I got to ask you. Barbados is a place where you find it's it's a place for younger writers. Younger writers seem to enjoy it more than when. Could you write Barbados? You were you were, in, you were you were in your forties and stuff. How did you? I don't know, get to feel safe on that track
5: at your age. I mean, was it, you find it hard or what? Well, you know what? I, I ended up winning the Cocks gold cup on a filly called Chucha Royale. That's right. And, you know, I, I came from last place, but yeah. I just remember when we come out of the starting gate and I, I remember that first turn. You have to have room, you have to have room to get your horse to change leads going into that turn. Yeah. you're not gonna make it. <laughs> so I, I just remember we we came down the stretch the first time and we're coming to that first turn. Yeah I'm I'm, I'm trying to get it straight because I'm going the other way now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, as we're coming to the first turn, she had broken a little bit slow. yeah so I, I was third last. And I was on the inside, and I had a couple of horses kind of lapped on me. And I thought, mm, I, you know what, I better ease out of here so I can ease her out to, to, to change leads. Yes. I don't think she can win the race from here, but, you know, I, I got to try and make it around there safe. Yes. So I, I eased back and, and got her out. And she switched leads, and she went around that first turn like a hoop around a barrel. And down yes. the back stretch, we started uh, sneaking up a little bit. And I clocked to her a little bit, and I, holy mackerel, I got a lot of horse hair. So I <laughs> kind of calmed her down, calmed her down, and we got to the uh, the final turn, and she started circling the field. And we got to the head of the stretch, and uh, we were third now at the head of the stretch. And I asked her to run, and she really kicked in, and yeah, it was a it was a tremendous win. And I'll tell you what, it was almost, it was like winning the Queen's Plate. Yeah, was, yes. it is. All the fans are running on the field and, yeah.
2: and
6: yeah. It's it
5: was a Great feeling. And I remember Scobie breezy was a trainer. Yes. And it was the last horse he's ever gonna train. Yes. And Mr. David Seal was the owner. It, it was uh it was a, a great victory, that's for sure. Let me see on
1: Jason, our screen. Jason Smith, that's his grandson there now. Wow. Jason C. Smith, <laughs> yes. his grandson,
0: wow. Scobie breezy yes. Hey right. Jason, how are you doing?
5: <laughs> wow, wow. So he's
0: all the
1: way in, he's all the way in Australia. So it's great. Thanks for being here, Jason.
5: (laughs) That's
3: awesome.
1: Yeah, man. So that was
5: exciting. You know what it really was? And and I remember everybody saying, oh, what a great ride. What a great ride. You know, you came from last (laughs) place. And (laughs) I was just trying to get around there safe and and safe (laughs) safe for the Philly. And you, you never know, you know, like, uh, that's maybe that's the way she likes to run. She likes to run from off the pace. But uh, it was because she dwelled out of the starting gate a little bit that I had to ease her out, ease her back around that first turn. Ended up working out really well. Yeah, usually on the garrison, because it's a speed-favoring
1: track. You know, it's tight, and you always find the winners come for the first four horses. But yeah. you're the master, man. You got it done. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I got lucky I was uh, on the right horse again that time. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was it was really a tremendous feeling, and especially for for Mr. Beasley, uh, Scobie Beasley. Yes. Yes. Uh it was a it was a tremendous honor. You know what, Sandy, the same thing you talked
1: about earlier on about um, the the guy looking at your hands and your feet. Mm-hmm. When my dad, we, myself, and Ricky Griffith, we were two youngsters, we were both about eleven or twelve, and we went to see Scobie Beasley. He used to live in on the west coast of the island. And mm-hmm. first he did, you know, he, he looked at my, I was smaller than Ricky at the time. Wow. And he looked, he looked at my hands and my feet and he said, he said, Sean, whenever your careers are settled, you'll be 10 pounds heavier than Ricky. <laughs>
5: <laughs> wow, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> you know what cool. I mean? I, I didn't have a career too long.
5: <laughs> well, you ended yeah. up having a weight problem, but I'll tell you what, you guys from Barbados and all the islands, you guys can really yes. ride, man. You guys can really ride. I remember I came back from from California to ride at Woodbine, and mm-hmm. I saw Ricky, and I saw Chris, Chris Griffith as well. And yes. I told Ricky, I said, man, if I had a barn full of horses, you guys be riding on my horses. You guys. Wow. That's
2: were- very good to hear. I you hope a lot of those and and just hear what you just said, Sandy, because mm-hmm. all those younces down there, you know, Sean speaks about them a lot. Yeah. You know, and I hope that those guys just hear what you just said, because that means a lot to me Mm -hmm. as a Barbadian guy. You know, I'm not a not a jock, but I'm a Barbadian horseman and I'm so happy to hear those words. But you just spoke. We just were speaking about Ricky for me. For me and I mean for myself, like Sean, Ricky has paved the way for us in Canada. He was one of the first guys to come to Canada and he paved the way for a lot of us. And I like on this show, want to mention his name every time I come on this show because we owe so much to him. And I know you and him. I think there was a picture I saw with you and him. At, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're having a good time.
5: <laughs> I have to get that picture, man.
2: You guys have to get that okay, No problem. Brett, Brett would no get that to you. So back again. talk Well, about before Ricky.
0: we go on, um, Leroy, I yes. think I got the Choo the Choo Royale Gold Cup downloaded. You do. Me Let's do. take a look Let's and go. see if
6: we can have that. Well, they all in wow. they're on the orders for the 1993 Cox for Gold Cup. The light is flashing. They're on the orders, and away they go. A very level break, and Styler de Flair shoots clear. She's in front already by one length. Nascar Dance also quickly out. Half a heart is well away. Towards the outside, Littleton is there. Between horses comes wings of a doubt. But as it come if just on the mile to run it to style flair in front, from on the outside, Nascar Dancer, Half a heart tucking in on the, on the inside. White on the outside comes Littleton and Anidal Tracking. Behind and between horses comes Wings of a Dove. Down the home stretch for the first time. And it is Style and Flair in front by a length from Nascar Dancer. Have a heart is in third position. Then comes Wings of a Dove. for in Panama, Peter comes next. Littleton is there. Towards the inside, Vicky, Jaffa Tika. On the outside comes Anidal. And the last, last one at the stage is Choo Choo Royale. Five and a half a longs to go and it's still Styland Flair who's making a running. From Nascar Dancer, Have a heart and Wings of a Dove and as they go past the five furlong marker four and a half to go it is silent flair nascar dancer then comes have a heart then comes wings of a dove panama pete goes smoothly littleton on the outside then beaky on the inside then the one on the outside of that uh going well is jaffa Teeker in the trailer at the moment is Chuchu royale they're going up the hill and the pace begins to warm up a little bit and it is still silent flair from nascar dancer going well at this stage is wings of a dove and on the outside littleton goes well panama pete has work to do as they come over the top of the hill with two and a half furlongs to go and the pace really picks up and the leader is still style and flair with two and a half furlongs to go nascar dancer goes well on the inside on the outside comes wings of a dove Then panama Pete beginning to make ground and choo choo royale rolling past them all on the outside they come to the corner with a furlong and a half to run and the leader on the inside is style and flair but here comes uh, on the outside is choo choo royale between horses is littleton nascar dancer is there they're inside the final furlong and the leader on the outside is choo choo royale who's going to win the 1993 Cockpit gold cup under sandy holy 50 yards ago, and it is Tutor Royal, Panama Pete, Styland Flare, and Beaky, and Panama, and Tutor Royale, and Sandy Hawley win the 1993 Coxpool Gold Cup from Panama Pete, Styland Flair, Beaky, then comes Nasdaq, Littleton, Wings of a wing to the Dove, Anidal, Jaffa Tika, and. Wow.
0: wow. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: saw
5: a few happy faces in the in the stand. Like yeah. The-
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that was> <laughs> Talk about what do you think about that crowd, Sandy?
5: Big
2: to ride with that crowd for the first time it was one of the first time you ride in a track with a crowd like that
5: you know what i think everything shuts down in barbados for that race <laughs> <laughs> it was so exciting and you know what uh choo-choo royal al choo royal she was a, a, a bit feisty too she liked to mm-hmm. kick a little bit sometimes mm-hmm. and i remember when the crowd was was coming around they, they come right around the horse and yeah. Maybe she was too tired to kick, but she didn't <laughs> kick anybody. Thank goodness. But uh, yeah, like I say, it was it was it was like winning the Queen's Plate, man. It was it mm-hmm. was an awesome feeling. Wow. wow,
2: that's
1: one thing I can say. Most of our West Virginia guys. I mean, I've won the Queen's um the the Gold Club as a trainer, mm-hmm. and wow. I've won the races also in Canada. And believe me. I thought that when I won to stay Chris, in Canada, it would have been like in heaven or something like that, but it never took away the feeling of winning the gold Cup in Barbados. I mean. Well, congratulations, Sean. I didn't know that. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah I won it. I won it for Robert Sanks in 19... 19- he the youngest,
2: the youngest trainer to do it too. Yeah, but oh, the youngest I, trainer to do it wow. also. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, so, was,
5: it was a great feeling. I yeah, mean, like I say, it was like... Uh, It'd be like you, Sean, winning the Queen's plate in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Same type of feeling. Same type of feeling. Same type of
1: feeling, man. yes. Yeah. But all our guys, know, all of them say the same thing. they, they love to win the, the, the Gold Cup in Barbados for some reason. And I'm happy mm-hmm. to hear that you had you experienced that same feeling. I mean, it's great. Did you get a chance to experience any other things in Barbados when you were there? Other did you try some
5: of the rum? Did you try the Coxpur rum or Mongay rum? I did. I did. Uh, and Mr., uh, Mr. David Seal gave me a couple of bottles of rum to take home with me as well.
2: <laughs>
5: but, uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I love the rum there. I love the rum. It was, it was, okay. I know you guys are famous for your rum. Here in Kentucky, they're famous for bourbon. Okay. You guys have your rum, and, and I, I love the rum as well.
0: <laughs> great, great, great. Well, we wanted to also Whoa. take a moment to compliment your website sandy i checked it out sandyholly.com everyone can go and learn more about your escapades and your achievements throughout the world in racing i so wanted sir. to compliment you on that as well it's great to read up on some of the old stories your biography stats etc so
3: thank
0: you to see hey, that. thank you
2: buddy I also see that you you won titles at Fort Erie also and Greenwood, Sandy, before we jump to California because we got to get there soon too. So at Fort Erie, you won turning titles at Fort Erie because I know Fort Erie and, and also nine at, at Greenwood.
5: Yeah, we used to uh, we used to go to Greenwood twice a year. We used to go to yeah. Fort Erie twice a year. I actually we went to Woodbine twice a year back in the day when I first started riding. Mm-hmm. We used to go to Greenwood in the spring, and then uh, Fort Erie in the spring, um, and at Woodbine. And then we come back to Fort Erie, and then we go back to Woodbine. Then we go to Greenwood for the fall. So <laughs> it's kind of a circuit that uh, you didn't get you didn't get bored. That's for sure. You had a few wow. different tracks.
2: Wow! But with all with all those trophies that the titles that you win, I mean, so you are also inducted into the Racehorse Hall of Fame, the Sports Hall of Fame. Um, Ontario Sports Hall of Fame, Oshawa Hall, um, Sports Hall of Fame. How many Hall of Fame places are you into? into? <laughs> I,
5: I tried to count them up one time, Lee Ryan. I think nine. <laughs>
2: wow.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow.
5: Well, Fort, wow. Erie, Fort Erie Hall of Fame and, and uh, Mississauga Hall of Fame. Every time I Etobicoke Sports Hall of Fame, when I moved to a city, um, <laughs> I came back to the Hall of Fame, which it's a tremendous honor, no matter. Of, anytime Mm -hmm. you're
2: you're put in a hall of fame it's a great great honor wow Mm -hmm. it's 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 amazing man you you're an ambassador man
5: (laughs) (laughs) well like i said i was in the right place at the right time i I got lucky throughout my whole career you know Mm -hmm. even some of the horses i rode or some of the places that we went we seemed to to go to the right place at the right time
2: wow and i want to bring up a name to you too george wool award Yes. Tell us a little bit about this guy before you mentioned that award.
5: Well, George Wolf was very famous, a very famous rider in California, and um, the uh, the George Wolf Award is actually voted on by the fans. So, <clears throat> it's a tremendous honor. Like they put a bunch of ballots out. Uh, there's uh, <clears throat> like three or four riders that uh, could win it, and and then it comes down to uh, maybe a week or two beforehand that uh, they let you know you have won the award and. You know, to be in California, I just kind of wanted to get on the program and maybe get on the list of leading riders one day. And, you know, to receive the George Wolf Award, that was uh, unthinkable. It was and a great a, honor. He's also
2: a Canadian born, isn't he? Yes, I think he is, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. he's also Canadian born. So yeah. since we're going into that California thing, so lead us into California, your, your journey to California.
5: Well, when we first went there, um, didn't really know a lot of people but uh you know i ended up uh my agent did a tremendous job as i mentioned we started riding horses for uh, bobby frankel and john russell who is also a canadian trainer and once we started riding for those guys our, our business really started picking up and and then we ended up uh riding against the course the great bill shoemaker um the you know back then don pierce uh, some of the great riders in california after that uh, chris mccarran Came, Eddie Delahouse, uh, Race Bill, Gary Stevens, had Venezuela guys like that started coming in, and I think we probably had the best riding colony in North America at the time.
2: Wow, your riders right, get some of the greatest. So tell us about me. A lot of those guys were Spanish riders too, right?
5: Um, you know what? Um, I, I think there's more Spanish riders now than there was okay. back then. It was uh, probably uh, almost half and half back then there's more Spanish riders now, I, I think than, uh, than any time that I, that I can think of, but uh, they're all great guys like Lafite Pincai and, and uh, Marco Castaneda. Remember Marco? Um, there's so many, so many good riders back then that uh, it was just uh, Fernando Toro. Just a lot of fun to be around those guys and actually learn from them. I, I remember when I first started out, <clears throat> I was uh, Abelino Gomez was my idol at Woodbine. So I kind of, copied my style after Avelino Gomez. And then when I moved to California, you know, I started watching Shoemaker ride, and Shoemaker hardly even moved on a horse. Avelino Gomez was all over the place on a horse. <laughs> 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 was at the time. And but when I went to California and I saw the great shoemaker ride, I got a lot quieter on a horse. Mm-hmm. And you know he uh, you know he he was a, a great rider and I asked him if he if he had any tips And he said, uh, Well, just try and be a good passenger. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, that was maybe one of the greatest tips I ever got. Just be Mm -hmm. a good passenger, don't hinder the horse. So that really helped me out a lot. And to be able to, you know what, when I first went there, meeting Mr. Shoemaker was like meeting a movie star. Mm -hmm. But he was such a character. He used to like to sneak up and behind you and burn you on the neck with a hot spoon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but that that really hurts and you'd like, like to say something but what are you going to say thank you mr shimek <laughs> uh, he, he was quite a quite a character and it was mm-hmm. such an honor to be able to ride with uh lafitte penkai he's he's got to be the toughest rider i've ever hooked at the head of the stretch mm-hmm. he was so strong so powerful yeah and he was built like an um like a miniature arnold schwarzenegger He was. He's
0: so powerful. Yeah, I know. I, funny I enough,
1: no, fine, enough, you should say Lafitte Pinkai, because Lafitte Pinkai told a friend of mine that you were the best jockey you ever rode against. He said some of those Spanish guys used to be talking Spanish to one another <laughs> to let them know that you're covered and you always <laughs> outfox them. Is that any truth <laughs> to that?
5: well yeah uh, lafitte did say that one time and, and i said the same thing about him <laughs> i remember one time he told me he said sandy he said i heard a whole bunch of hollering a screaming and whistling and everything he said i thought somebody fell and he said when i looked back you were going by <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: He was a very he was a very disciplined rider, right? Because I saw a a, a story with um, when Lucas talking about him on a plane, and he was yeah. eating all of his food and stuff like that. And he just took a nut, half of a nut, and ate just yeah. half. He was so serious about his weight because he, the way he was built, he wasn't built as a like a jockey said. He was built more like a you know a, a more a, a baseball player or something like that.
5: Yeah, you know what, Leroy, I, I don't know how he did it. I mean. He used to go in the sweat box, and, and uh, you know, I, I can't believe he had the energy that he had. And as Brett mentioned, I never had a weight problem at all. Mm. I could eat whatever I wanted, and uh, I ate pretty healthy. But what was your weight? Uh, I weighed about 108. Wow, I weighed about wow. 108 back then. Wow. But jockey uh, weight, that's jockey weight. <laughs> well, it was, and actually, sometimes I get down to about 106, but uh, my average weight, I would say, would be about 108. But, wow. uh, Brett, you were, you were pretty small when you first came to Canada. To use, use a... Well,
0: after seeing you in the Gold Cup in 1993, I came then came to Canada in March, just after the Gold Cup, to start my career up there. And I used to tack about 105 pounds, 110. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember a few days having, who was the name of the chef? Vic? Vic? Uncle Vic? It was victor victor yeah victor, yeah victor, the, yeah he used he to have some care. of his breakfast oh yeah and i remember todd cable said one day son you're gonna be in trouble <laughs> sure enough a few years later i had to go in the sauna and pull some weight myself well
5: your your shoulder kept growing and you kept growing you And LB's. growing
0: sideways too
2: <laughs> you know I want to say something here because when we're looking at your career, with the amount of horses you rode, and the purse money, and that back in the days, those days, if we were, if you were doing that today, because you end up, it's eighty-eight million six hundred and eighty-one thousand two hundred and ninety-two dollars in purse money. You, you, that's what you rode. You just mm-hmm. imagine that you were riding in this era now. Mm-hmm. What kind of money it would be <laughs> winning those kind of races? Well, you know
5: what? The the year I retired, I think it was 90, 99 I retired. <clears throat> and uh, the year after that, they brought the slots to Woodbine, and the purses doubled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was coming back out of retirement, so you know, it was kind of bad timing. But at the same time, you know, that's that's just the way it is. And it's funny you talk about the way the money is now. Yeah, I was just I just came back from Oaklawn Park in Arkansas, Whoa. and the non-winners of two, 100000 dollars. Yes, pop, yes, yes, unbelievable. I yeah. mean. The purses are really good
2: these days. Well, even I'm, up here. I'm happy
5: for the riders. I'm happy yeah. For
2: yeah, you know, mm-hmm. now, now up here, the purse money, and then to have that bonus if you're onto your sire, if you win those, those things, $126,000 for a longest race, if you're on your sire. So $100,000, but there's a $26,000 added if you're onto your sire winning a one yeah. and a down race. Yeah, wow, that's, that's amazing, yeah. yeah and- the, purses, the purses are great, and I'm happy for the riders. Wow, it's amazing, man. I mean, for what you've done in, in your career, wow. You know,
5: it's a really tough job, and and it's a dangerous job as well, as, as Brett knows. So, mm-hmm. you know, for the riders, maybe their careers won't have to last as long. Like I rode for mm-hmm. 30 years. I'm not, I'm not sure about Brett, but uh, I know a lot of guys have ridden for 40 years, and I thought 30 years mm-hmm. was a long time. But the way the purses are now, maybe guys can retire at a younger age.
2: Younger uh, age. But,
5: yeah, Sandy Eureka to the Silva. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: One thing I could say, like our guys from the island, we started writing like fourteen and fifteen, like a guy at Patrick husbands And I mean he's still, you know, he's not even fifty yet, and he's still mm-hmm. he's come back and he probably he always threatened to retire every year, but he's always Do you black. lie
5: about your age, Sean? Do you lie about your <laughs> age?
1: i started writing at 14. i did i wrote at 14. i think brett did you write 14 or 15?
0: Uh, at at my age the limit was 15 so i was 15 years old and one month when i rode my first ride
1: right so i think Johnno and patrick also wrote at 14 too ricky Griffith was 15 when he started so we Uh start by like, by the time we were twenty, we were almost veterans already. You <laughs> <visit. laughs>
5: guys were almost born on horses. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. You know, my my wife, Karu, My wife Karu, is from Japan. Yeah, she was the first female to have a license at a major track in Japan.
2: Wow, and wow.
5: her dad uh, wanted to. He had two girls. He wanted he wanted a boy so bad. He had another. They had another girl, and <laughs> but she became a jockey. Anyways, he made her into a jockey he put her on a horse on the track red she was five years old on a third red, on the racetrack without a helmet
0: <laughs> Without a, helmet. <laughs> without <Wow>. a helmet.
5: <laughs> bruce said it was a loose horse running around there but uh she, <laughs> wow she, she started off uh getting on horses when she was at a young age you know they yes. had to go through jockey school and all that stuff they had to change all the the rules and the laws for her to become a jockey but
0: uh what yeah, she, she, she start if you, if she was I, on at five,
5: <laughs> you know what? I, I, that's a good question, Brad. I'm gonna have to ask her that next next time I have a chance. But uh, mm. she was probably about sixteen or seventeen when she was. Wow, mm. wow. It's
1: exciting! One thing, Sandy. One thing I've noticed: a lot of people are saying, "How did the Sandman
5: started?" <laughs> sandman. You know what? I I think I think when I went to California.
1: Uh-huh.
5: I, I think I started getting uh, the name of the Sandman. I think a guy called Wayne Harris called me Sandman one time and, and all the riders in the room started calling me Sandman after that. But Sean, when I first started riding in the program and in in 1968 in the program, my legal name is Sanford S A N D F O R D. Uh And actually in the program, I was named as Sanford, not Sandy. So anyways, uh all the guys that uh, I worked in Duke Campbell's barn, I was still getting on horses and everything for Mr. Campbell back then uh, when I first started riding. So anyways, for a whole month, my name in the program was Sanford till I called the stewards and asked <laughs> them if they could maybe change my name to Sandy in the program, which they did. Wow. But all all my buddies now are calling me <laughs> Sanford on accident. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know give me time.
1: That's a great story though because Rick Rick Ricky Griffith is Ricardo Griffith. Okay. Chris Griffith Ricardo? is yeah, Ricardo. Chris okay. Griffith is Christopher Griffith. Right, right. Jono right. Jones is Jonathan John, Jonathan. So mm-hmm. I mean so much of all great writers. Um they the names. Gets- a bit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody gets know- nicknames.
5: Yeah, everybody get that nickname, man. I delivered it. <laughs> and William Shoemaker, he didn't like William Shoemaker. He liked Bill Shoemaker. Bill Shoemaker. But more than that, he liked the shoot. <laughs> yeah. So everybody called him the shoot. Wow. Yeah. That's great, man.
2: Well, That's Sandy, amazing. there was a part a part of your life that, you know, you from. I was going to speak a little bit on your health, if you don't mind me speaking on that. And I mean, um, you know, in um, 1987, you were diagnosed with, with skin cancer. Could you share a little bit of that with us, if you don't mind, please?
5: Yeah, Leroy, that was, um, yeah, in 67, I was, or not 67, um, was it 87?
2: 87, I 87 think it yeah, 87, yes. I was
5: diagnosed with uh, malignant melanoma, and it was a form of skin cancer, and at one point, I thought maybe I only had two months to live because it was it was his uh, fifth level, wow. stage five, stage wow. five. Um, wow. So It was pretty scary. I, I ended up, uh, I had three major surgeries. Um, I ended up uh, within one year, I ended up going to an oncologist who was trying vaccine shots. They were experimental at the time. And I started these vaccine shots. But I, I really did, I remember going to ride in Kentucky and I had a mole taken off my back, and the jockey in the doctor room said, What's that scar in your back? And I said, Well, uh, the doctor just said he's going to send it, my, this mole away to be analyzed, but uh, he doesn't think it's melanoma. Anyways, he said, Well, that's a good thing. I had a buddy that had that, and he only lasted for two months. Oh, so I go wow. back and I get my biopsy. I got my biopsy. The plastic surgeon gave me the bad news. So as I'm driving home, being a hockey fan, I was thinking, I'm not going to know who is going to win the Sandy cup this year. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy things go through your head, but you know what? I got lucky. I, I got a, a great gynecologist. He started the vaccine shots on me and they
0: worked. Wow, Fabulous. But it had to be through your, through your determination and your, I think, All jockeys or maybe even all athletes have that uh, passion inside that they want to live on for their sport to get back on their horse. So was that a a tribute to your success coming back healthy? Well, you know what I did too, Brad, is I changed
5: my diet as well. I became macrobiotic for two years, which is like being a vegetarian. I was vegetarian for 20 years, so I, I really changed my diet, I think, between the diet and the vaccine shots—they uh, both worked. But uh, you know, be able to come back and ride for another ten years in Canada to finish off my career—I'll uh, tell you, I was—I was one of the lucky ones.
1: And oh, did
2: God, God bless you.
1: Did that slow down your momentum to going for seven thousand? <laughs>
2: uh,
5: it probably did. I was—I was off. I'm trying to think of how long I was off for. <clears throat> I was off for two or three months at a time, two or three times. Right. So and I, I also, I also missed, uh, missed a whole year. I had a horse flip over on top of me one time. I'm not sure if you were still riding then, Brett, or if you were riding then. I Had a horse flip over on top of me in post parade, uh-huh. and I broke my pelvis, shattered my vertebrae, severed my urethra, separated my shoulder, and broke ribs. Other than that, I was
0: okay. <laughs> Sandy, but, I, I'm sorry to say that, but I had a couple successful wins of yours. The very next day for jake Nemet, i think
5: you 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 were off
0: that wednesday it was a wednesday night wasn't it and
5: you had to go to the hospital that's right that's right i was off for eight months with that one
0: yeah i picked up a
1: few winners because
5: sorry about that that's okay
1: (laughs) was that the only time that ricky Griffith made those comments about you
5: yeah actually they did a documentary uh, about me after that and so they were asking different jockeys what they thought about me, and Ricky Griffith said, uh, "Yeah, I have a lot of admiration for him. He's the only jockey to come back after having a broken penis."
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Yo, just what? made Ricky
2: say that to you.
5: And guess what? They used that in the documentary. I thought it was- <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. he was—he wow. was, he was the funniest guy in the room. He was—he was absolutely amazing. i'm
0: sure ricky Griffiths is probably listening right now so you have a few words to wish ricky all the best
5: well i do you know we had a lot of great times in the jockey's room and some people say what do you miss about uh about riding it was a camaraderie we had in the jocks room like we we Mm. had so much fun in there we're always playing jokes we're always playing tricks uh Ricky, he was always playing jokes on everybody. And, and mm. you know, some of the comments he made, he had us laughing in there all the time. Mm. He was mm-hmm. uh, he was a great guy. He was a great mm-hmm. writer. And uh, I still love him. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That's one thing like I could say though, when I came to Canada in 89, it was two years after Ricky. But the more of respect and, and love I could see Ricky commanded from other writers was really, was. I, it was amazing to me because I know he's only there a couple of years. And I mean, I went there in 88, yes, in November 88 to um, his mm-hmm. wedding. And Ricky was staying at Robert um, Robbie King's house because he was away in Malaysia or something right? And he left his house to Ricky. And I was saying, wow, I mean, yeah. you just get here
5: and you guys leave the house with you. <laughs>
1: so it just proved well, that whole I'm, I'm his personality. Not sure
5: if he- I'm not sure if he had any parties, but I wasn't invited to any of them, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, that's, that's the kind of guy he was. That's uh, how much he was loved in the Josh room. Everybody yeah. everybody loved him in the room. And, you know, like you say, Robbie King, you know, he trust him with his house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, hope,
5: man. Good, good testament to Ricky.
2: Yeah. You know, one, one of the things I want to mention um, in writing, you know, guys, a lot of guys used to talk about how guys switch their stick. I know um, Larry Atard used to use his mouth, and mm-hmm. he used to do something similar to that switching your stick also. Where, where you um, inherited that from or came up with well, that? I learned that from uh, the great Avelino Gomez. Avelino
5: oh, Gomez wow. actually used to go from my left to my right for some reason through my mouth. And then when I went from my left back to my right, I went through my hands, but it was Avelino Gomez. He used to do that. And also uh, the great Chris Rogers used to do that as well. And, you know, riding with those guys and seeing them do it. And, you know, I guess they had good reason to do it. But I remember when I went to California and I asked uh, Mr. Shoemaker, I said, shoot, I said, what do you think? Like I switched sticks from my left to right through my hand, through my mouth. You, You think I should maybe just try and do it through my hands? He said, You've had a lot of success, and you've had a lot of winners doing what you're doing. Don't change the thing. Don't change. No, don't. Change. I didn't. I did it the rest of my career.
0: Right. If it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> 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 uh, wow.
1: Well, that's great, man. Well,
5: so you guys have a great show. You guys yes, have a great it. It a
2: pleasure having you,
1: Mister.
2: pleasure having you. When I made that pleasure. phone. When I made that phone call to you and to ask you to do that and when you accepted, it was like, wow. I said, I'm going to be a kid in a candy store having Sandy Hall. John. When I, when I shared it with Sean, you know me, he was like, you know, also in the same place still. So to have you on our show, this is the highlight of my, of this show for me so far. I and we've had three Hall of Famers on here so far Yes, and another upcoming Hall of Famer, which would be, you know, so... It's been that's a awesome. pleasure. It's been a pleasure. So, we well,
5: you know, you guys have a great show and you have a fun show as well.
2: That's right. it. Yeah, that's I what it's all about.
5: That's the way it should be.
2: That's it's all that's about. That's right. Anyway. That's right. So, thank you. We're going to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hope for you all the best in the rest of your career, whatever. What are you doing now? son? you just retired and just enjoying life?
5: Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of semi-retired now. I worked for Woodbine up until COVID hit, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I was working uh, part-time for Woodbine. But uh, now that COVID hit, uh, when the fans weren't in the stands, and uh, so I I ended up uh, not working for them anymore. And mm-hmm. I moved down here to Kentucky. I'm living here with uh, my wife, Peru, and uh, so just kind of semi-retired now.
2: Okay, so there's the will soon you see you soon you back up the road destined for a visit or something one day too now, right? Look forward to seeing you guys again. It's it's great seeing you guys, great to be on your show.
5: Thank
1: you. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, it's been a pleasure, and like I said, any last words, Sean? Boy,
1: I thank you so much for this, Andy. It's a pleasure. Um, you know, we grew up knowing about you, and to do something like this now at my age is great. It's is icing on the cake for me. <laughs> <laughs> Also,
5: thank you guys Brent,
0: and you have any last words Brent? that's it and just all thanks go out to sandy and i really admire and look up to you sandy you've always been like a true gentleman um everyone has said that before and after i went to canada and i can truly say you are a true gentleman thanks for setting an example for us younger riders at that time well you know what you
5: and slade i remember riding with Slade as well you guys are great riders and you're always gentlemen gentleman as well. Please say hello to Slade for me when you talk to him. Thanks, Brett. For
0: sure. No problem, Sandy. Right. right. Thank you, man.
2: Have a great night, Mr. Thank you, guys. Thank All you. Right. Take care.
0: Thank you. All right. Wow, wow. guys. Lord. It was amazing. That oh, yeah. was great. <laughs> <laughs> the <same
2: Woo>! <laughs> Man, I'm lost for words now, guys. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to
1: say. I I'm mean- losing
0: for words, man i remember yeah. the time my last winner on the Barbadian bread in incitatus was the last my last winner was the day sandy holly officially retired at woodbine i think it was wow. july 1st 1998 and Ooh. i came out of i was already i had quit racing and going back to school started school robert said if i keep riding in incitatus i could come and ride in so yeah. i was actually at school for two or three weeks questioning my decision about retiring racing and then i go back in on one well, of the greatest days canada day july 1st sandy holly's retiring and i win my last race oh, <laughs> my you can go better than that i could
2: go better than that many wow. people ask me are you coming back Brett? i'm like no more <laughs> <laughs> but i mean the accomplishment of this guy is, has this had man oh my god it's how many it think, he, great writers
0: 10 or 12 consecutive years of champion jockey across canada mm-hmm. let alone across america mm-hmm. um 515 wins i think that was yeah five the year is he broke yes. um, 70, record. Yeah, yeah um another one was seven winning races in one day at woodbine yeah, yeah. <laughs> like mm. In Garrison and even at Woodbine now, they only have eight races a day. Imagine yeah. winning the oh! I just won the whole card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Boys, Colin Wick um, being Sandy's agent, agent for yeah. most of his career is yeah. He was a good agent, really amazing, uh, and so many great. To hear things. what they accomplished together.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I mean, you, there's nothing that you can't say that this guy hasn't done. You know what I mean? And the, the the success in writing and being around the you know and the, the respect that he that he gained from all his peers and stuff around him you know what I mean it's, it's unbelievable and hopefully a lot of those young writers that you know we have back home like you what you're trying to do mm-hmm. Sean that i hoping that they're watching the show and stuff like that mm-hmm. to see and understand what it takes to accomplish mm-hmm. those things and do those things you know what mm-hmm. I mean it's it's gone gone past beyond you know. But the beauty about
1: this is, is that a lot of our writers did have a chance to write with Sandy Holly. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you still you still want people to know that, how it was. You know, they, they talk. we have to keep talking about these things, the journey of how our guys came to get the right time. He was now finishing. It, and I don't think it, it, it's any, any better in life for, for, for any i mean brett i i don't know about you man but it's sure sitting next to Sandy for so many years had been something you could tell your children your grandchildren
0: yeah yeah the great I sandy mean, holly yeah i i just it just hit me a few days ago preparing for this show mm-hmm actually a sandman sat right next to me in the jokes room for six years <laughs> yeah and he was one of the
2: quietest guys in the room mm-hmm. i um, mean and, and how and many Barbados get to see him in barbados too riding down there how many race fans got to see him down there you know doing what he did yeah. down there
1: you know i mean he I mean? came to barbados once and and, and got the job done got the you job know
0: done, yeah We've got we got a hey. comment from our friend Ricky Griffith. I wish we had seen it earlier. But He said, Sandy, you finally stopped dying your hair. <laughs> had to be Ricky, man. <laughs> Hi, Ricky. Yeah, Griff. How you doing, boss?
6: <laughs>
0: Ricky well, had a comment stuff like that. Lord. <laughs> I wish I had got that off when... Sandy
1: yeah, was on Sandy was on, yeah i love to hear that <laughs> oh yeah oh, we, we, we got we got to against sandy's um ricky's number so don't number forget yeah. that guys yeah yeah, yeah. sean
2: you said you set, up, you set, you set off to do some you set off to do something in creating this show sean and mm-hmm. i mean hey i hope you you, you got to be pretty proud of yourself and the things that and where it's going and, and the, the direction it's going in right now and the, the people that we're having on it you know what I mean? And I hopefully, I hope you get to those youngsters and Bavis that you're really trying to touch with the sponsorship of the Bavis Turf Club and trying to bring on a one, a, a writer every show. Yes. I mean, who's the next writer you're looking forward to bring on? I mean, I'm not familiar with these guys, those guys down there. A lot the writer,
1: of I'm bringing it's Ray
2: Williams,
1: sovereign awesome. award winner.
2: Tell us, a little, tell us a little bit about him. Like I said, I'm not familiar with him. I'm not familiar. Those guys down there, when I came to Canada, a lot of those guys were probably a year old. up. Some of them weren't even born.
1: Well, Ray, Ray left Barbados not doing, no, he didn't win a lot of races or anything like that when he left Barbados. Okay. And somehow, he's a very tall guy too. Eh? He's really tall, but he's very slim. But he's managed to win the Sovereign Award out west. And he's the only other jockey other than Patrick husbands to win the Soviet Award from Barbados. So you know he's right. in Barbados right now. I guess we're gonna talk to him and find out, you know, I mean what it was like winning the Soviet Award and you know what what he's doing in Barbados still, you know. So okay.
2: and, and since friend. since we under the, the thing that we were talking about our young writers down there, the accomplishments and stuff like that. There's some person in there also asking the question who's the next person we have up on our show. So
1: can well, you... I don't know if you want to lose that one as yet.
2: You don't want to lose? You want to keep that one quiet for now? Yes. You don't want to shake to no. our, our, our yes. audience right now? Okay. Yeah, we can keep that one quiet. You keep that one on the wraps for right now. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> little secret sorry guys i tried for you but sean decided he's gonna have tight lips on this one so he's we much run quiet sure. we keep it as well quiet i think he have me have me also in a little suspension too so hey i don't think even told me yet yeah so he, he, <laughs> he's been a little secretive on our show right now you know sorry guys that's okay i know he's got he's got something good up his sleeve so it'd be, yes to look forward to so don't don't yes. be upset i'm not upset you guys don't be upset You know, everyone just
0: needs to remember that our shows are mostly on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Beijing time or Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. on Thursday nights. Well, I know a few people hooked on yesterday looking for us. Yes. So hopefully we'll spread the word and let
2: everyone know we'll, we'll be here in our usual spot on a Thursday evening. All right, and I know like you're using that that word Beijing time. You know what I mean. And I like Peter Gaskin. You're in Canada now. Stop calling ten minutes after the show <laughs> and find out where the show. The show is on at seven o'clock on Thursday night. Okay, please cut out that Beijing time thing. All right, we want to be a little more punctual here. <laughs> but I'm saying that um,
1: Shirley King said that the show was very smooth, and I thank you, Shirley. Um you all remember, this this is our this is our second show.
0: Am I right? This is episode two of the first episode season. Two. And we look first forward season. to 10 more scheduled so, episodes coming up.
1: I think we'll get smoother. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're learning as we're going on here, right? We're, we're, learning. Learning.
6: we're well, learning. What would we would
0: like to do is invite our listeners to submit their comments and questions so that we can ask Sandy while he's on air or even off air. But in future shows, if you're listening and you have some questions you would like us to propose to our special guests, by all means, reach out, drop us a note on Facebook, YouTube. Yes. We'd love to hear from you guys.
1: We learned the system. We learned, to, we're trying to improve in, in that department. And, you know, we will continue to get better, people.
2: We will. Uh, Javon, Javon. Cor- Corbin here is saying that, um, another great show. So thank you. Thank yes, you my very husband. much. That's my big man there, man. He helps me every Saturday when I run. Thank you, Javon. Okay, so you got a lot of fans following you, Sean.
1: Yeah, this this youngster. He's only eleven years old, man. Wow.
2: Well,
1: great, going, yeah. kid.
2: Future, the future, the future,
1: the future. Yeah, the, the future, the future, the future you know is
2: I mean? right. Yeah.
1: You got kids eleven years old watching this show, man. Great, <laughs> I love
2: it. So I know with the show, the show with John was a little more, have a little more fun, but with Sandy, we had to, you know. We still had a great show with, Sh- with Sandy. We had a little fun in between here and yes. there, too. But with a man with those accomplishments, we know we had to be a little more, you know, a little more sharper and stuff like that. Yes. And, you know, so we always have to, we're going to have some shows that we can have a lot of fun and some shows that we're going to we have to a little bit, you know, pull our, our, our socks oh, up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, a lot of
0: great comments are now coming in. Yes. Please Thank keep you sharing with us, guys.
2: Yeah. yeah. And let's not forget our live, let's not forget our sponsors here okay guys i know we yes. mentioned them earlier yes. stuff like that yes. but let's not forget um our sponsors and hopefully you can get rosette on here one day to show you know yes. to speak a little bit Sean. and we can work on that and, and one thing too we we, we got to remember thank you damien <laughs> leroy is out <all> sharp
1: again <laughs> now what, what we got to do is encourage barbarians in, in 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 you know outside no you know, risk and stuff to, no you know, when they're, don't forget the online betting. They must bet a few dollars to and the coppers back home. Don't forget that. Yes. But Sean, it's so great
0: that the Barbados Turf Club now offers that online wagering yes. on all their races. Yes. Um, yes. So it would be so great for our local Barbadians overseas, all the expatriates. That's to right. sign up for an account at the Barbados Turf Club and try and make a little money and That's support right. the Barbados Turf Club. We'd love to get that support. Not only the online wagering, but you can watch live. I believe there's racing next Correct. Wednesday, six days away. The Guineas. Wednesday. Future, this-
2: future Races the Guineas, right? Don't let us yeah. not forget that. Yeah. Let's mention the Future Races the Guineas, right?
1: Future
2: races the Guineas. And, and when will it be started, Sean? Are you remember uh, I, I think it's like 415. I think 415. You're correct. That's right. 415. Yes.
1: 415. Yes. And yes. we want to make sure that everybody. Ronnie
2: Barrow. Ronnie Barrow. Mr. Mario. Barrow, I said. I said Mr. Barrow. Mr. Barrow. Mr. Barrow. How's, Mr. It, Barrow. Going How's it going? One out, out of young and up, upcoming trainers at Woodbine Race Jack. I wish you all the best this year. Buddy, Douglas, said,
1: my herbalist. How are we doing, <laughs> brother? <laughs>
2: You know we gotta keep, keep like good keep, work, we gotta keep uh, keep these fans coming, right? Carlos, yes. Carlos
1: Bright well, Carlos
2: was cooking some food earlier, Sean, and he sent a picture of it to me and made me hungry. She, Carlos <laughs> I hope, you, I hope you, you fed those kids and everything, and you let back some of that food for me, eh? Call it, he yes, call like. it, sweet, he call it sweet food, Sean. Sweet food, he said. Sweet I'm here food, cooking Sean. some sweet food, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos bright
1: man. Brit, we have go your go, hide, hand go hand. hide. How are you doing, Just- Phil? Easy, Bill. one you, of the
0: questions our guests are asking is how come they're showing Jamaican racing at Woodbine but they're not showing Barbadian racing that's what I said how we can, can we have- get the Barbados horse racing live online at Woodbine for online betting I think that'd Any be a idea? great
1: idea I think it'd be a great idea but um I, I I'm too low in the food chain to answer that <laughs> but i can speak to some people higher up in the chain
2: that's why we want to see rosette we have to get rosette on this show too, so we can you yeah, know, we, yeah we, so. we put
1: it might my scope to, to answer these things that you know exactly. I, think we, I think we have to do a show with her one of these days what you, do you, have think, do? you have
2: to tell her to talk to her man i hope she she logs in and see and see us here i hope she's watching now oh, you got to do the show man the show there. easy Ricardo. Else, How's it
1: going, it <laughs> that's, that's something. white on his chin, Grantley. Easy. Grantley my brother. This is one my brothers. I, I I go to school with on mornings. You know, we 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 at school every day. Go to school every day.
2: You go to school, on, every, day. Go to on school
1: the, every day. on the under
2: rails. <laughs> 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 that's a school. That's a school of hard knots then. <laughs> hard knot
1: life. Hard not life.
2: <laughs> yeah, here's Mister Tyler. Tyler,
0: Tyler.
2: We have to bring this guy on as one of our guest hosts one night, eh? They're, they're bringing him on. Okay. They're, All they're right. Bring him on, man.
3: Okay. Okay. Hey, Tyler. Him.
2: Tyler, could you tell your dad stop coming on the show at Beijing time, please? <laughs> <laughs> Help him out a little bit there.
1: Yeah,
2: who's this youngster here? All Sarai? right, brother,
1: my this is the youngster, man. He's 11 years old, man.
2: Oh, this is the he, same youngster. He keeps yeah. different picture here, same name, different yeah. picture.
1: Yeah,
0: does he want to be a jockey, Sean?
1: Yeah, he want to be a rider, but I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. At that age, you know, it's hard to tell how if they're gonna
2: keep the size, you know. Well, we can look at his hand and his feet, Sean. I remember what Sandy said. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but my heart's still small for man, and you know, I could have fooled some people, but I was still 10 10 pounds heavier than Ricky Griffith, whatever.
2: You hang hang on a Frederica's shop too much, Sean. That was your problem.
1: (laughs) I I don't think so. I think the six foot two of my father was the bigger problem. Okay, that's
2: (laughs) that's okay. I I, I, I didn't want to go there, but I I just.
1: 220 pounds. That was oh,
2: the problem, man. You see, it was an hour late, to another like, Beijing on Beijing time, man. You guys gotta stop this, man. Don't <laughs> worry, They watch, they it on, on YouTube. We <laughs> <laughs> need you guys from a little earlier, man. You know, we want we want to you know create that big audience, you know, from from the word go. You know what I mean? Yeah, got uh, a lot of
0: good comments, and we just invite everyone to continue to like our Facebook page our YouTube channel, subscribe, um, be the first to be notified when we're having our upcoming shows. You're going to have a huge announcement, we hope, in coming days when Sean releases to everyone, our next guest. Mm-hmm. So Correct. everyone needs to stay tuned. Be sure to like that page, share it among your friends and family. And be sure to listen in afterwards. You might have missed a few things along the way
2: can easily hit replay okay sounds correct all right guys so we're gonna wrap this thing up yes we're gonna say good night to our fans and looking forward to next thursday and thank you for listening man our race day is gonna be four right the day before our next race is gonna be the day before our next show yes correct correct so we'll have a lot to speak about what our, our races are too sean and, and and do you have any horses running on that day sean i have I have a few horses running, yes. And, okay, well, um, have them ready so that we can go online and bet on these horses. I gave away a tip last time on the show, and yes. my horse won. Sean, your turn. No problem, man.
1: I, I I think I could back you up on that. Okay,
2: I will back oh, you up on that. Okay, you saw <laughs> you saw the great ride, the great patch your husband's put down last week, did you? Yes, I did. Okay, um, well, that was a tip that I gave away on this show.
1: And I I I saw somebody who was very happy about it. <laughs> 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 again,
2: guys, it's I, been a pleasure again. I,
1: I heard I heard people saying that they don't want to miss the show because all kinds of things happen on the show. Tips is <laughs> get given out, you know what I mean? And That's
2: they right. don't want to,
1: you know. I think even the tips they don't know, they don't want to miss tips either, man. And no. thanks for, for carrying the show to level, Leroy. Yeah. like yeah. giving out winning tips. <laughs> How much that horse paid to win?
2: Uh, seven seven and change all right yeah she wasn't the favorite so which was good all you know, right. and Mr husband's putting on a beautiful ride he didn't cock the stick I don't want to get yeah. a little cocky on here but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know mr Tyler Gasser might have something to say about that but I won't go I hope he doesn't go there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Any hot uh-uh. tips coming up this week, Leroy? No, no, I have no hot tips coming up no this, week. I, was looking this forward, week. I was looking forward to Sean giving us one for next Wednesday before the next show, so that I can make a little bit of money. But he's not letting nothing out. He's very tight-lipped about our, about what's coming up next Thursday, and he's very tight-lipped about giving us a, a tip, Brent. Could you help us out, Brent? I,
0: I'm sorry, man. I, I. I don't have the answer. Okay. <laughs> if I did, yeah. I wouldn't
1: be well, here. <laughs> well, listen, or I, I will say for this Jockler, which is not going to pay him much. She should be the favorite in that race. Really. Okay. All right, okay. and Missus uh, Missavi running for the first time.
2: Well, we got we got win for betting and everything in Barbados too. You know, so yeah, you can true. use those horses as key bets, right? So let's not forget right. that because that is going to pay much. We can key those two horses and use all all in 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 part of this betting too. Remember yes. that you yes. know what i mean and there's high fives and all that in barbados too you know barbados racing as you know betting has stepped up a bit so we can do all those things in barbados right. also so that's why we should get online and bet a little bit so we can yeah. you guys we're gonna we're gonna take sean's word here for that and we're gonna use his horses as keep bets in our win for or pick five whatever the case may be how about I'm that right correct
1: have you
0: guys heard of
1: any you're, of the you're rules spoke, you've spoken that like a like a true gambler <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you guys heard of the recent rules around north america with what? how many times the whip rules um, there. that again somebody tyler gaskin is saying that
2: you can't cock your stick at woodbine is that true Yes, you can't cock your stick out with, but you have to hit backhand. Backward.
1: But that for so a little while is backhand
2: now. Yeah, yeah. It started started um last year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So everything is backhanded now, and
1: yeah, you can't cock the whip no more.
2: But do you see Patrick' new whipping style?
1: Yes, I've witnessed that. Um, yeah. I, I I said that I had to comment to him that um at, at his age, like he's a brave guy to to change up everything like that, you know. No, he's-
2: yeah, sure. it's right, you know. Some guys can get it done one way, and some guys can do it the other. They're the leading yeah. rider, Kazushi, he he he's pretty good at doing it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You
2: know, so. But hey, this is the thing with it, or the rules are now with whipping. Now you know, a lot of guys in the states are still able to do it. You know what I mean? And but unfortunately, at Woodbine, we have to do it the way they they ask us to do it. You know, so. We have to follow the rules, right? right and horse racing, their rules. You're stewards in a garrison Savannah. we have to follow the rules and try to make this game safe too, right? For everyone, mm-hmm. absolutely. The yes, rule cool. comes first, and the safety of jockey, horses,
0: riders, hey, trainers, man. gate crew, everyone involved. Um, we want the safety first and foremost for everyone okay. at the racetrack. And um, our job as stewards at the racetrack is to enforce those rules. Mainly for the safety of everyone involved, and for the fairness to the punter and the gamblers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There go.
2: Well said. Like okay. Like All right, guys.
1: Spoke, spoken like a perfect tech guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> again, guys, wonderful job again, Brent. Wonderful job doing what you Thank do you. As, as New Drill.
0: And Sean, thank you, Leroy, for all of your stats and notes. Yeah, thanks. Love you. We're going to be <laughs> gonna have to tabulate that list all the time <laughs> yeah. and share it
2: with us. Yeah, I got a lot of, I got my my printer right here that does the job for me to, to help me. And, you know, we do what we have to do. Each one of us has a role to play here. And I hope, you know, we continue to play, play it well. And I think we're doing a wonderful job of uh, doing that. So let's continue doing what we're doing and looking forward to next. Thursday and you guys have a wonderful well
0: before we go I wanted to remind Sean he wanted to invite some people all of our listeners Sean what was that you wanted to invite them you wanted to invite our listeners to come and visit us in Barbados
1: Oh yes oh yes oh yes oh, I mean all Canadian Americans wherever you are Barbados is the place to come it doesn't matter. I mean, right now in Canada, it's still very cold. I'm sorry we can't show them the videos we took this morning at the beach, just hanging out. Um, you know, but So oh, is forget. that upcoming
0: for the next show? Maybe we show some yes. videos of the horses yes. at the beach. Yes. Wow. Yes. We horses at that. the beach. Did they get a sun time? <laughs> well, you know, we, we we have a new we
1: have a new sponsor also, and we sorry we couldn't get things up today, but we'll be up next week with our new sponsor showing a lot more about Barbados and you know every the beauty the greatness that we have to offer the beautiful everything is nice here in Barbados at this time of year we so can
2: go, we can go fishing with John also too eh yes
1: John Jones John Jones yeah. the captain Captain, captain, captain <laughs> John Jones
2: yes that. Well, summer is coming up right now, boys, up here. So we aren't going to be seeing us coming down there right now. But when the, the weather changes back, yes, we definitely we'll be hoping to see a lot of us coming down. I'm sure a few Canadians are coming within the next month.
1: I, I, I'm sure of that.
2: Okay. So. Well, we invite all
1: of our
0: listeners. Come on. Come on, visit right. Barbados. All, all right, right guys, all right, guys. Guys. Okay. You'll end up sure. here. Yes.
1: Have a good, good night, night, guys. Good night. God bless. Alright brother. Right. But then- All right.